Uh, should I do spoiler or do you want to? Uh, you, you've been doing it for most of Fringe. Just do it, you dumb bit. All right, will do. <laughs> With that kind of encouragement, how could I say no? Warning, we are about to spoil Fringe Season 4, Episodes 16 through 22. If you haven't seen the show and you plan on watching it, then click away now. Or if you've already seen it or you just don't care, then please stick around. Okay, it's feeling like uh, Lincoln might leave this season, so we should probably make a joke about him just to keep it you know, relevant. And he's already written out of the show. Fuck! Hello, everybody, and welcome to Cinema Roulette. We are back at it today. We are back at it with um, a TV show that I'm glad has been honestly fairly consistent, at least good at least. Like, there's been rough patches here and there, but overall, I feel like the show has been really, really good. That it has. Yeah. Also, uh, welcome. No, wait, this is the second TV episode because <laughs> we're halfway through the season. Uh, welcome to near end of February. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this isn't the... No, yes, this is the last episode of February. Yeah. Yay, and then it's on to March. If Justin's math is know. right. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. <laughs> Shit's complicated, man. I know. That's why, that's why I let you handle the math. I can't do that. <laughs> anyway, banter is really hard. <laughs> Kind of depends on the day, but yes, banter is hard. Banter noises and such. Um, so yeah, transition. We are, uh, it's, it's, it's fringe. I don't even fucking get Just go, just roll it, just roll it. Yeah, there are four Fridays in February. Okay. Excellent. Ah, and we went quiet. We did go quiet. Yes. That lovely, lovely science. <clears throat> science? Yes, science! I'm very into science. Wow, brain, what the fuck? That silence with an L, what the hell? No, you're thinking of the fringe science. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, there we go. <laughs> so at least it makes some sense why I slipped up there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> that sound effect never gets old for me. Uh, oh, it's gonna be one of those episodes. Anyway, okay. Before it, it gets, might be. We'll see. Before it gets even more chaotic, uh, let's go into the plot. Okay, where the fuck did we end last time? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Let's pull out the notes here just to make sure. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. So, uh, correction, real quick. Nina was not a clone last half of the season. That is alternate Nina, which I thought it might be, but also uh, Jones was using clones, so hard to tell. But they do confirm it is the alternate version of Nina this season. Mm -hmm. I, this half. It's all in the same season. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> okay. 
so with and we're uh, after episode 15 in case you didn't listen to the last episode for some reason you want to hear the end of season 4 weird of you but we didn't cut it at the exact halfway point because there was a bit more interesting story stuff and there's enough here to fill an episode mm-hmm. just how it works just how it is guys <laughs> So we open on a familiar scene of a man on a plane who who gets a running nose and then yells at the uh, staff like, yo, lock me in there, I might turn to something horrible, and everyone on this plane will be dead. Which sounds a lot like something in season one almost. Hmm. Except this time, he doesn't turn into a porcupine monster of doom right away. <laughs> Instead, he's arrested by the air marshals and he's brought down, down to Earth. Yep. Like, I mean, it was always on Earth, but... But yeah, I was just saying... Ooh. My brain is all over the place. <laughs> Hold on, let me focus. It wasn't like he was flying around Mars or something. Um, and they do actually uh, have an interesting twist with the episode where instead of just dying on the plane and plane crashing, he actually survives the plane. He does, but he's stuck with TSA when he changes. He, he uh, kills the TSA agents, and then he dies mm-hmm. due to not having the proper drugs. Speaking of drugs... <sighs> That's not real. I only want to bring this up because it's kind of a cool opening that we're repeating an episode. And that's even the point is they know the case, but also they don't because things have changed slightly. Mm. Uh, Liv is still forgetting stuff. Like, she doesn't... And is uh, here's totally a relevant plot point that is going to stick for the rest of the season. She's put on leave. <laughs> because... Uh, they're not due to her not having the same memories. She isn't the agent they hired. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and like she can't remember that her sister ha- is now married and has two kids instead of being divorced and one kid. Mm-hmm. Which I like how we joking. Um, when we were watching the first half of the season, we were joking how they never brought up her sister again. Then this first episode they do, but they never show her again. (laughs) I'm not sure if the actress was busy or they just didn't feel like it, but yeah, okay. But Liv is kicked out of Fringe. Anyway, by the end of the episode, she's brought back in Fringe, and we find out that uh, Jones has kind of an army of these monster mutants all kept on a container ship. Because it's like a weird cult that wants to make better humans. Yeah. We got a Lincoln episode. <laughs> like, the main, uh, the main four are off feeding Walter's cow off in a field. I'm serious, that's the <laughs> excuse. It's kind of great. They give uh, Gene a day off or something like that. It's fantastic. Yeah, and Lincoln takes over Astrid's job of going over to the other side and giving information on Mr. Dr- on Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones and me. <laughs> Actually, Jones looks like a Nazi from Indiana Jones. He totally does. That's, that's the funny thing. Yeah, it even acts like it too. Like, <laughs> But his name is Jones. But his name is Jones. <laughs> but we get Lincoln, a Lincoln episode. He goes and talks to other Liv. Or uh, full Liv. And this is nice because... Um, in the last half, Peter and Liv are now together, and that makes Lincoln a big sad boy, because he's all alone. Yep. If only there was someone, basically an exact copy of Liv, 
but wore tighter pants and had red hair. <laughs> also, alternate Lincoln is with us, too. Yeah, he's with us. For now. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Well, we already gave a warning. I know. <laughs> but uh, before he can really hand over all the files they have on Jones, a call comes in. Turns out there's some... There is a clone who has turned into a vigilante. We don't know that he's a clone, but we find out later. And we actually are about to get him to talk about Jones and betray him. However, uh, Broyles, who is working with Jones, calls in a sniper and is like, yeah, they're going to be here. Uh, kill him. Kill, kill the clone dude so he doesn't talk. Mm -hmm. Well, it turns out they hired a stormtrooper to aim the sniper rifle. Remember Star Wars? Uh, yeah, like, the shot is hilariously terrible. Like, even looking back at it in, like, the thing, it's like, how did you miss? Also, the dude was sitting in a room by himself for a good five minutes with yeah. windows. Yeah, you didn't think to strike there or anything. Yeah, they would have known there was a sniper or whatever, but you would have had time to get away before they came out of the building. Mm-hmm. You are a terrible assassin. He shoots at the clone, but actually misses and hits uh, alternate Lee. I'll, okay, I'll call our universe Lincoln the alternate version Lee. Yeah. It makes things simple, even fine. though their full name is Lincoln Lee. Yeah. And, but hey, it's fine. You won't have to do it for too much longer. Uh, <laughs> I really don't. He's like, <laughs> I've been burnt before. I'll be fine. He was not he fine. He was not fine. He succumbed to his... <laughs> the fucking yeah. always sunny theme. Yeah. Yeah. Lincoln Lee, Lee was, was not, not fine. fine. <laughs> yeah, and you brought up the point too that it's like, you know, in this future tech where you can basically heal full body like burns, we can't heal one bullet wound to the chest. It wasn't even to the chest, it was his gut. It was his gut, yeah. Can't heal that? Nah, it's too much. Nope, he's dead now. <laughs> Which also they bring up a Actually, no, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll get to that later. I just wanted to bring that up now because I'm just like, really? <laughs> but, um, the clone, di the clone dude did survive. They use him to, act they kill the sniper because, uh, Foliv is a marksman in case you forgot. And use that clone to trick alternate Nina into spilling the beans and capture her. So that's good. Mm -hmm. Also, Foliv is like, shit, we do have a mole. But who could it be? Could it be the one guy who's really against looking into a mole? Hmm, isn't that right, Sergeant Broyles? <laughs> <laughs> or sorry, he's Colonel Broyles in Alternate Universe. Yeah. Uh, we interrogate Nina, but don't really get much. Uh, we find out that... Jones ha is inventing something where it can link one person to their alternate self so both will die. Mm -hmm. And he tries to, and Jones tries to get Broyles to um, put it under Walternate's desk. Because the whole reason Broyles is working with Jones is because Jones has actually cured his son's uh, eyesight. It's not like we know two other scientists who would probably be able to copy that cure or anything. <laughs> hmm. No, we, uh, no, we have to threaten the safety of two worlds. Mm -hmm. Oops. <laughs> Oopsie poopsies. Um, 
Broyles looks like he's about to go through with it, but he actually turns himself in just as uh, Foliv figures out, oh shit, it's Broyles. <laughs> also, uh, Foliv and Lincoln have the ability to teleport, but we're just going to ignore that for now. Yeah, for now. <laughs> and Jones's plan is to collapse both universes into one another and then cause a big bang to make another universe. Yes. And that begs the question. It's like, oh, well, how will he survive? Wouldn't he just die? Well, remember that uh, town episode from last time? We can do that, except with the whole world. Yeah, because in that town episode, when the everything collapsed, there was one little safe area in the eye of the storm, which is Jones's plan. Yep. Hopefully he has enough followers to... Because he wants to become... Well, the god of this universe or whatever. Yeah, like, he wants to become god of that universe, which hopefully has enough people not to cause in yeah. green like in just a few decades. But whatever. It's another li just a little issue. But, you know, I mean, he, he's probably like, I know it worked for Adam and Eve. It will work for me, right? That's why we had cavemen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I always, uh, as a kid, I always wonder if there was a theory that like we used to live on Mars. Uh-huh. But we fucked over that planet. A few people escaped to Earth. But then due to being so oh, little of people, like such a small group of people, they inbred, became cavemen, and then eventually rebalanced back. That would be interesting. Yeah, like... I don't know if that's how science actually works, yeah. but... Well, there is actually a fascinating theory. I, I probably, uh, I'm probably not going to go into it now, but you can remind me after the episode. I'll tell you about that, so... <laughs> Okay. I, I just, I'm worried that if I go into the rant, it, we would just lose fucking focus very fast. Uh, that's true. <laughs> so I'll tell you. We're almost done with the season. We have yeah. three episodes to summarize. Exactly. That's it. Let's just get on with it. <laughs> okay. So we're in the future now. Um, observers have taken over the world. It turns out the observers in the, because we did find out in the first half that observers are actually time travelers from mm. our like super distant future yep <laughs> but it turns out they actually destroyed the planet and the reason they're time traveling back is so that way they can use their super mind powers to take over the world and destroy the planet again basically but they get to live on yeah <laughs> uh the fringe team was ambered and then became kind of myth they were known for saving the world because uh spoilers at the end of the season we're going to save the world yeah <laughs> Uh, these new fringe officers who are supposed to keep people in line actually find Walter and they, they break him out of the Amber, but his brain is degrading. Luckily in massive dynamics, the little parts of Walter's brain that yeah. were taken out are still perfectly fine. And it wasn't actually like, <clears throat> it's interesting how they explained it. It wasn't because he was ambered so long or whatever, like his life functions were too low. It's explained that he, like he had the trigger. So he set off the explosion and because of the residual from the blast and his body suddenly stopping and being frozen in amber gave him brain damage. It makes sense. Yeah. That's actually pretty neat. Yeah. But they put Walter's uh, worky bits back. They find the location of everyone else because uh, the person who originally knew the location was killed by an assassin. Mm -hmm. uh, we save Astrid. We save Peter. Apparently, Bell is in the Amber, but uh, Walter kind of keeps it secret to not save him. Yeah. Because he did something to Olivia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it turns out the fringe agent we've been following this entire time is Peter's daughter. 
Pierre and Liv's daughter. Yep. In a twist that, frankly, didn't surprise us really all that much. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was... I was debating jokingly saying it at the beginning of the yeah. episode. So yeah, honestly, I was like, yeah, that's, that's his daughter. Come on. <laughs> so what are we going to do now to stop this invasion? Anyway, we're back to the normal timeline. This is never brought up again in this season, In this season, at least I'm assuming that's how we're going to start season five or whatever. We're going to bring it back then, but yeah, <laughs> But yeah, we we find out about Joe Owens working on the Big Bang some more. He people have bad vibes, like yeah. just bad vibes. Literally, yeah. they're vibrating a, a wavelength that can cause them to destroy themselves. <laughs> yeah, how it's and it's actually brought up earlier in the season too that like you know the the universe, um, our universe vibrates at a different frequency than the other universe. Like one's an E and one's a G or something like that. And he's using uh, Cortexafan kids yep. <laughs> to uh, send the vibrations between the worlds to try and fuse the worlds together and cause the Big Bang thing. But we figure out to close the bridge in order to stop any connection. Mm -hmm. And Lincoln decides to go stay in the other world because I guess he has literally no family or friends here. <laughs> so bye, Lincoln! Well, bye. Yeah, he, he decides to stay over in the um, alternate universe. Uh, it's just interesting. <laughs> um, then we come across a case where people are filled with nanomachines that will fucking kill them if they move too much. <laughs> Hideo Kojima would be proud. <laughs> Luckily, uh, Walter figures out a cure and Liv saves, saves someone by using her powers to basically EMP the nanomachines. Mm-hmm. And Walter realizes something when looking at the nanomachines. Um, only one person will have designed them this way. Belle. <laughs> Turns out Belle is evil now. Yep. And is alive. Is this like... Did they say this was the alternate Belle? Or is this still the same William Bell? They... I don't think they ever really describe it, honestly. Like, I don't think they ever specify which Belle it is. Yeah, um, Jones gets killed, Liv has more superpowers, and also, uh, Walter and Astrid go to look for Belle and find him, and Astrid gets shot. Mm. Don't worry, she's fine. Yeah, she's fine. <laughs> Turns out Jones didn't want to be a god, Belle does, and has that ship of mutants, so that way he can basically have Noah's Ark get the, get it's a parallel. Very funny. <laughs> and turns out the lady that lives saved is actually working for uh, Jones and Bell, and uh, she's the one who actually shot September, which is why he had a bullet in him when he saw Liv back when he was like, "Like you, you have to die in order to in every universe you die," which Liv actually explains to him. And he's like, well, I'll go try to understand that. <laughs> Just leaves. Uh, Liv also kills... The girl's name was Jessica with cool Matrix powers. It's pretty fucking So rad. that's neat. Yeah. Also, I, cool. I just read it is confirmed to be um, the alternate timeline William Bell, the one that originally sacrificed himself to get them back. 
Mm. It says, in the alternate timeline, William Bell was still alive. Because Peter never existed, Bell never used his body as a power source to get the fringe team back to the Prime Universe. But then why was Liv in the alternate universe when they switched places? Yeah, that part is never explained, however. (laughs) That's still kind of bullshit. Uh... Still weird. Mm -hmm. Uh... And it turns out uh, Liv is also the energy source that is going to cause the universes to crash no matter what. Liv, Liv and Peter show up on the boat with Walter and Belle because Belle's been kind of giving a whole evil spiel to Walter like, yeah, you can join me and it will be super cool. Yep. <laughs> and Walter's like, that sounds shitty. <laughs> I'm going to load up this Luger. Don't pay attention to yes. that. And he brought up the point that, oh, yes, you were the person who originally came up with this plan, though. That was why you had me remove that part of your brain. You, This was all your fucking idea. <laughs> they kind of glance over that, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> but um, Liv and Pierre are trying to think of a way to stop it and stop Belle. And, and Walter figures it out. <laughs> he shoots Liv in the face. Yeah, because... It, and, you know, it makes sense because... Um, she is the cause of all this and he was like once it's set in the motion you can't stop it or whatever like he he um he's like just you can't turn live off basically you know it's a very easy way to turn somebody off bang <laughs> a luger to the head usually does the trick yeah <laughs> and then bell's like very clever walter and then he disappears yeah he has like his bell or whatever and it, for some reason now it causes him to vaporize into wherever uh <laughs> well because that's what caused him to be summoned in the first place so yeah. it used that same technology yep so <laughs> and uh, he's, he's like it could have been so rad okay bye <laughs> total bummer dude <laughs> uh but earlier we realized that with cortexa fan if it's in a thing it will rebuild it basically giving you a small health basically regeneration mm-hmm. so walter pushes the bullet out and lives brain few uh heals itself and the bullet hole fuses back together so she lives so technically the observer was just being a dick about it yeah he was being a pedantic fuck because it is shown earlier that cortexa fan is kind of a side fact because he injects a uh uh what was it like a corn cake or something like that with it no it was a it was a cupcake for an easy bake for an oven. easy bake oven and we shows that when you cut it it just fuses itself back together so again all of this makes sense it was technically foreshadowed but the observer you know the way he phrased it, it's like you're going to die he never said you couldn't bring her back <laughs> which also a uh, quick question in her dream world she was like this is the man who will kill me that man did not look like walter gotta say you mean william bell no walter's the one that shot her in the face oh yeah right because it's implied that like leonard nimoy was the man who was gonna kill her but yeah walter's technically the person who killed her (laughs) no it wasn't even leonard nimoy it was some random dude well it was but the x on his shirt was the same x that was in the chrome or the not the chrome stones but the little nanomachines made by bell Oh, right, right. So, it, it is implied that Bell is the person who killed her, but Bell's not the person who shot her. He was going to let her live. <laughs> dreams are bullshit. <laughs> especially, Don't follow your dreams. They're all lies. Well, no, 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 no. Follow your <laughs> dreams. They're not bullshit. Specifically, your LSD dreams. <laughs> but uh, Liv 
lives and uh hey oh, what was the joke i made on here oh it was like living emp or yeah, something she, yeah she yeah she was a living emp yeah <laughs> but live lives and is and is pregnant <laughs> yep it's yeah they were like oh when they just heard me something else was there and i'm like oh well she's pregnant now uh <laughs> and then the show ends with uh september going up to walter being like they're coming being his usual cryptic self. Stop speaking mystic. Honestly. <laughs> Jesus Christ, did we forget how to have conversations in the future? <laughs> You're supposed to be a fucking scientist. Explain. <laughs> Fuck you, end season. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, goodness. But, yes, that was season four of Fringe. Um... Because we already talked about, uh, like, how, you know, the first half, of the, like, like, where was kind of the rough point? We said it was kind of, like, at the middle part of the first half, something like that? Yeah, it's like, hold on, let me think here. I want to say between episode 4 and 11, maybe even, maybe even like, 5 or 6 and 11. Mm -hmm. But that's really the rough patch of the season where it's just... They keep saying things and adding more to the plot, but no questions are being answered, and it's still all really one-offs. Yeah, where they just keep bringing up plot points and bringing up more and more and more, not really answering anything. Like, I'm it doesn't really come into focus till uh, eleven or twelve, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But everyone stops fucking bitching at Peter. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Once they finally yeah, this, realize, oh, yeah, this person's helping us. You yeah, no shit. <laughs> but yeah, 12 to 15 and, well, 12 to 22 completely redeem anything bad oh. in the season. So fucking good. Absolutely. It is really fucking good. Really fucking interesting. And what they do is great. Like, and that's the thing. And again, I noticed, too, after that initial rough patch, patch also the technical aspects seem to go up like the cinematography got 10 times more gorgeous we got a bit more of a budget so i'm wondering if the budget was slashed a bit at the beginning of the season and then when they saw it was still doing good they're like okay here's more budget for the next half for what you guys want to do it's like yeah fine here yeah. you can you can actually make the show you want. Yes. And I still love the fucking, the one episode where like it was, they, they did the bit where they like investigate between universes and we keep switching back and forth to like finding info and trading info. I'm like, you know, I wish they would have done more of that, but you brought up the point. Yeah. That was probably really fucking expensive though. Okay. That was really expensive. Cause one, you have uh, the character shots where, you know, there was two uh, Lincoln's on screen yep. or two lives. And you have to keep redesigning the sets and streets and all the visual effects. It's like, fuck. Yeah. Speaking of character effects, my God, the one they did for Walter and Walternate at the end there was so impressive. Sorry if you heard Click Anion turn on a fan. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, because it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I can do a club shot. But they have Walternate bend in when to sit down with other Walter on the floor he bends forward in front of him yeah you see so him that... go in front of him and then go next to him it's so interesting which <laughs> probably means they had to rotoscope that yeah. and if you've never had to rotoscope something <laughs> it's a pain in the ass it is a bitch and i know i've read actually in that episode like critics critics praise that scene in particular they praise the technical work to create the scene um and they praise john noble for his acting you know playing both walters so 
Oh yeah, it's a wonderful, heartfelt scene. It is. It's great. And again, the thing that I love too is props to all of the actors playing their alternate selves, like Walt, uh, John Noble, Anna Torf, who does Liv, and um, the the actor for Lincoln Lee honestly does a really good job too because they are two very different characters. I do wonder if they're going to answer one question mm-hmm. uh, before we go on more about the characters, because Lincoln tries to figure out where. Uh, the timeline split between his cooler self. Yeah, because he realizes this guy is like a like he, he gets some like uh, inferiority complex and realizes this guy's better than me. So he asked him like, "Where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school? Who'd you meet? Like, where? What'd your dad do? Your parents and all that." Like, wondering where that diverged. It turns out they were exactly the same. Yeah, from at least the questions he asked, it was exactly the same. My guess would be when he met Liv because. This Lincoln already knew Olivia mm-hmm. way before our Lincoln met her. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, they had a much longer relationship. Like, they knew each other for way longer. Um, and Foliv is a, also a very different character than Lincoln. So maybe she had more of an impact on him. Yeah, that could be the case. Maybe it will be explained next season, yeah. or they're going to use this as a way to write him out. Season. That was my whole thing when because they do the plot point where they have to close the bridge in order to stop the worlds from falling apart and all that. And I was like, yes, that's a very convenient way to get Lincoln out of the show. Uh, <laughs> they won't do that. I have to. Peter, remember what you told me about home? Yep. Yeah, he's going over. <laughs> yeah he stayed over there and we it's established that we can't go back there the bridge once the bridge is shut down it's shut down for good unless olivia does her teleporting thing so <laughs> which we don't know if that would cause negative side effects yes. so better not and we know for a fact that if walter did the teleport thing he did in the 80s that that would cause rifts between the universe so that's out of the question <laughs> yeah also sorry to the people at uh Oh, fuck. What's the university they're always at? They have a big title card. I'm being an idiot. It's Harvard. Harvard. My brain just completely forgot it. It's all uh, good. <laughs> sorry to the people frozen Amber at Harvard. You'll never be freed. <laughs> that is another plot point I don't get. Is like they established, because the whole reason they were Ambering things is because those were where the big tears in the universe were, and they would tear the city apart. So Ambering it patches it up, basically. We've stopped that now with the bridge. Well... They said it was still healing, yeah. so I think it was slowly uh, fixing everything. Okay, that makes sense. Like we like in a show, we can get people out of amber, but yeah, it's like what? <laughs> Some of the people who are at least on the edge, you can't get out. Like, come on. <laughs> nope, can't risk that. Nope, can't risk that. Even though it's shown when we get Walter out, they just cut like around Walter and pull him out. There's no negative effects, but okay. <laughs> well, he ambered himself. That is true. But I'm I saying, don't think that was because the universe was collapsing. But no, that wasn't my point. My point was like he was on the edge of it. Well, actually, no, you're right. You're right. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there is a lot of good dramatic moments. Uh, John Noble as well in the episode in the future where he plays two very different Walters in the same episode, still technically the same character. Yeah. It's so good. I love John Noble as an actor, and I just, I want to see him in more stuff. He's so good. <laughs> Honestly, I think he'd make a good Doctor. Honestly, yeah, if you wanted to bring back, like, an old Doctor from, like, the early days of Doctor Who, he'd be perfect, I think. But we did do that in the season where people stopped talking about Doctor <laughs> Who in the, like, uh, more popular circle. Yeah. 
mostly because of one singular man. But hey, if you want to uh, find out more about that, go watch each bomber guy. Uh, <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, what? Uh, I do. I did like the performance. Uh, I, hold on, wait. You're good. Wordsing is hard. I did like the episode with just Lincoln. It actually gave him some nice personality. It did. I really like that. It's like, good job, show. You made me care about Lincoln for an episode. <laughs> yeah, because he has been sidelined so hard since Peter got back. He really was. Yeah, like I felt kind of bad for him because he was very clearly supposed to be the replacement for the show. But then they brought Peter back fairly early and then he, he was just hard sidelined like he still did stuff and there was even one episode where they explain his absence where oh he's going to his daughter's bat mitzvah or whatever or his god child his god child he's going to like a celebration or something i don't know why i keep saying bar mitzvah i, I think it's something else but no um, i think they did say bar mitzvah okay but yeah it's like they explain that it's like he's out it's like okay well <laughs> i felt kind of bad for him but yeah that episode was nice because it, right at the end there before he's essentially i guess completely written out yeah gave him some character <laughs> which also that does mean he has family or at least some people who care about him and he just threw them away for yeah. some ass yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say something else but i forget what it was now <laughs> shit <laughs> oops um trying to think here. also astrid gets some really nice character development as well Oh, Astrid's great. Astrid actually gets to kick ass for a bit, and that's cool <laughs> yeah. as hell. It was rad for, like, just a tiny bit in there. She got to kick some ass, and we were like, oh, yeah, she is technically a trained field agent, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, she's just been stuck on babysitting duty. They never said she couldn't fight. Yeah, exactly, and it's rad as hell. I was like, yeah, let's go, and then they shoot her, and I was like, no, no, you don't. No, you don't show. Thankfully, she's fine. But I'm like, you do not write her out just as she was starting to kick some ass. <laughs> I would honestly say the weakest actors would be in the future episode with the the two fringe agents. I really like the British guy. I've seen him before in stuff. I forget his name. Is, uh, I, I, I thought you said he was in MacGyver. He was in MacGyver. Was. I was trying to remember the show. I saw him in MacGyver. I like him. He was fine. It's just compared to yeah. the way everyone else is pulling this season, mm -hmm. they were the, they were by far the. They were least definitely the interesting. least interesting, and I think the reason for that is they literally only had one episode. Like you can't really do much sure. in that. Like, <laughs> yeah, not everyone can be Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, like that's a very very high. <laughs> And if, in case you're wondering what I'm going on about there, in the anime Cowboy Bebop, there are characters within the first two minutes of an episode. This is the only episode they're going to be in. It, the show makes you care about them. I don't know how the fuck they do that with the writing. They were just that fucking good. Like, that's just like, that's just how fucking good the writing was. Like, you just can't. Like, you can't compete with it. But what if we read me? <laughs> Henry Ian Cusack is the guy's name who was... Uh, infringed he was the other agent is he related to john cusack uh nope doesn't look like it <laughs> odd who knew you could run two actors named cusack yeah also he he's apparently not british he's from peru but he grew up in europe that's why he has the accent so oops uh 
<laughs> Damn it, Brain. Shut up. Well, technically, you're right. He is from Europe. Yeah, he was in Europe, so that's where he got, like, the kind of Polish accent from, but... <laughs> He's Peruvian. But, that's fascinating. I also still don't know how I feel about that episode, because it comes right the yeah. fuck out of nowhere, and we don't get anything else. And that was a criticism I read that people, like, uh, said about it, was, like, people praise the, like, ambition and, like, the, the kind of the balls to have just a hard time jump like that and, like, have a little bit of a peer into what's going to happen in the future. But a lot of people criticized its place in the season. Like, it could have been placed not there like and the thing that sucks is like you said we had a pretty huge plot reveal and going forward in that and then we just jumped to that yeah because uh well, let me double check here where the fuck is it oh yeah we we found out about uh it's like jones is going to collapse both universes and then here's an episode that has nothing to do with that revelation yup <laughs> Which also, uh, if you think about it, technically spoils that he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing it makes you worry about later is that if Liv actually dies when shot in the head. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which I'll give the show this. That did catch me completely off guard. That was a shocking fucking moment. Like, I did not expect Walter to just straight up execute Liv. Like... That, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, they had enough pause to actually make you think, did they just kill Liv off? Uh, yeah, and even then, like, he's like, we don't have much time. Peter, we got to get our shit together, pushes the bullet out. And there is enough of a pause to build up suspense there to be like, okay, it, did this actually work? Or did we just, like, yeah. <laughs> also, Peter is freaking out, and Walter just fucking slaps him <laughs> yeah. so hard it's pretty great he's like she's not dead and you know it now get your shit together basically <laughs> i that's one of my favorite fucking cliches just, is someone panicking getting slapped just so hard hard slap it's always like bam <laughs> it's just a solid yep focus yeah also, Seth Gable, he was the guy who played Lincoln, and um, he actually had like a little quote here. I just brought up uh, the um, the wiki or whatever. It says, Lincoln's interest is being piqued by this other side because there are other opportunities that exist. It's not even that there's more fish in the sea. There's more than one sea. Okay, you can keep telling me that. I don't believe you. I don't believe you either. Uh <laughs> 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 like oh that is a nicer way to think about it but i know you're yeah. lying it was because of folif like come on that was the reason stop that <laughs> okay i know i ate 16 chocolate bars but i bought this <laughs> this car-sized chocolate bar because i wanted to own a piece of art that wouldn't last forever <laughs> No, it's because you wanted to eat the chocolate. Don't fucking lie to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's funny. I'm sorry, Seth. You, you did the best with what you were given, man. Like, you really did get the shaft of the season. <laughs> I mean, there's not a scene where I think he's a bad actor. Yeah. It's just he's not given much to do. That's the problem. I don't blame him so much as the writers for the season, honestly. <laughs> also, hey, um... He broke multiple laws and was able to be added to the team. How come the one chick in season two wasn't added, even though she didn't break any laws? I do love 
love that like she's in it for like one or two episodes and then is just written out completely and never even mentioned again. We don't even mention her. She's just gone. She is less mentioned than Liv's sister. Like, and that's saying a lot. Like, I, I kind of love that. Like, she's just gone. That's it. Nope. <laughs> Goodbye. I didn't think she was cool. Yeah. I kind of did, because, like, that was when Liv was still gone. Like, she had disappeared, and we were still going with, oh, what's Peter going to do? And she was kind of built up to be the new partner for Peter, and then she's gone. Lobot. <laughs> uh, another thing I do find funny about, like, Leonard Nimoy is, like, he had re announced his retirement to acting after uh, Fringe Season 3 or whatever, and um, the, it was kind of a surprise for a lot of people. And I actually remember when this first aired... Um, I kind of, when he came back, I remember there were like, cause me and dad were watching a bunch of TV at the time. And I remember there were like ads for fringe heavily, like saying like, Oh, it's the return of Leonard Nimoy or whatever. It's like spoilers. <laughs> Spoilies. Yeah. Uh, but I'm really glad that we got him back. Cause again, bell is just such a cool character. He's so interesting. And the fact that he got to play him with more villainous bell was just very interesting. And he said that was part of the reason he came back. Cause he got to play an aspect of the character. He didn't. So I do love how much of a fucking punk Bell looks like. Dude, they gave him this like comb over for his hair. So it's, he almost has like this emo curve going on his forehead and he's wearing this like bright, like shiny, uh, like it almost looks like a Yakuza suit. It's kind of funny. <laughs> and it doesn't fit all with how old no. Leonard Nimoy is. Yeah. He looks like kind of just like this old man trying to be like hip, like, Hey, hello there, fellow kids. <laughs> Also, a uh, quick question. What are we gonna do with the ship full of monsters? Yeah, I was gonna say, are we just going to imply that, like, you know, the government, like, either took them and quarantined it or, like, killed them, sunk the ship or whatever? Like, I don't know. Like, we have this ship full of horrible mutated humans with their, like, part gar- like, part bird or whatever. There's, like, the gargoyle fucker, and then there's, like, a tarantula one you see briefly in one scene. Like, are we just gonna, you know- what are we and doing it is, that? I think it's pretty clear they wanted to do something cool with all those yeah. and that they just didn't have the budget. They either didn't have the budget or the time to actually play with it. So, so that's a bit sad, but it doesn't it's not like there's an empty hole, but the way they set it up, it's like they wanted to do something and just couldn't. Yeah, yeah exactly. So <laughs> I say there's not much else negative I can really think of, honestly. Yeah, there's like some uh, sketchy green screen, yeah. but that's about it. <laughs> oh god, the FMV one with Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an episode with the nail machines. They get uh, footage <laughs> at the end to show Jones, or in the middle to show Jones did, and it's so clear he was put in there via yeah. green screen. It is so clear, even on a small screen, and they made it black and white like it was security footage. It's so obvious that they just green screened him in there. It's. It's oh my god we <laughs> I just can't no, it looked like an old FMV game and it, it's great it did it was so bad like it it was oh man love it love it but yeah like we said it's just this second half just absolutely saves it and what they do is so interesting and so cool and I really love where they took the show like 
it's one of those shows where I'm really glad that I put it on the wheel because it is really good. It's definitely worth all the praise and the cult following that it has. So I think it needs a bigger cult following. This is really yeah, fucking good. It is. I love it. Like, yeah, like the cult following's there, but it's not as huge as, like, say, you know, like Rocky Horror or something, like one of those huge fans. Okay, nothing is going to be as no, big as Rocky No, nothing is, but it's, it's the only thing I could think of off the top of my head. So I would have said Not as big else. as X-Files. Yeah, that's, a, no, that's actually perfect right there. It's not as big as, like, the X-Files following, yeah. So, <laughs> and, like, you know, for a show that kind of start off in the first season as an X-Files ripoff, like, I'm, I am glad that it, like, really found its footing in the second and third season because, like, it, it that is where it really takes off. It is a show that is absolutely worth sticking with because once it gets good, it gets really fucking good. Yeah, and I love the ri- that this is technically a procedural, mm-hmm. but they change it up enough each time. Like, episode 16 alone... The idea of the characters knowing the case, but the case is different, is really interesting and a fun way to change things up. I really loved that. Yeah, the way they play with it, because a lot of times when shows do that, you know, the audience knows that it's different, but the characters don't. It's the fact that the characters know previously what happened and how they play with that, like how they figure out, okay, this is what happened, but this is where it's diverging. Wait a minute, this something isn't consistent here. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, we can solve this case. We can just go get the other guy. Mm-hmm. But he's been dead for like three months. <laughs> Yep. Turns out he wasn't actually the broker in this universe. So that's just, I, I love that. That's great. <laughs> or the, again, the episode where they're playing across time, where, well, across dimensions where it's like, okay, hey, we found this here. What have you found over there? Well, we yep. found this. Oh, that makes sense. So this. Yeah. And then they tell them like little, certain locations too. Okay. We see that's happening here. Go to this location and stop them. <laughs> uh, Oh, uh, we also forgot to talk about Liv just being badass. Oh yeah, her psychic powers are awesome. Like you said, like there's the, the we talked about the one scene earlier where um or in the first episode, I guess, of this season where she uses like her zappy powers and fucking zaps the dude with a lightning or whatever. Here she just has strip matrix powers. <laughs> yeah, uh because the whole reason um September got shot is because technically uh observers can are like, you know, they're on a higher plane of being or whatever, so yeah. they can dodge normal bullets or even catch them out of the air easily. But this gun makes bullets go faster, which, saying that out loud, that is incredibly silly. <laughs> yeah! It was invented by William Bell to go faster so the observers couldn't block it. But yeah, she shoots the observer once, and Liv is like, just stop, we'll do whatever you say. And then she tries to pull a trigger three times Liv sticks her hands out grabs all three bullets and throws them back it's rad as fuck <laughs> that was so cool it's like uh, super hot vr in this bitch it's honestly, awesome honestly it's great i love that so uh it shows like this that again i just love how rewarding it is this is so good i cannot I, i'm really excited to see how it wraps up for season five so <laughs> yeah oh also during that episode for uh jones because live and peer on two different roofs to destroy radio antennas so he can't send satellite signals out or whatever mm-hmm. and jones starts being up peter and live is gains the ability to take over other people like project her thoughts onto other people and control them peter has his arm dislocated she pops it back in and then helps him beat the <laughs> shit out of bell yeah i not bell uh jones I've been, yeah of jones it's 
pretty fucking rad. <laughs> uh, that Jones fucking melts in half because he, he always has to be split in half. Yeah. Instead of being... a really cool effect of how it turns to dust. Yeah, like instead of being split in half, like part of his face and his body just like just disintegrates into ash. <laughs> yeah, a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, really love it. Really love the way they play with, you know, alternate universe and technology and like high technology and shit. It's just it's really fucking cool. Love it. <laughs> the Tech Nigels. <laughs> yes. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> what? Well, I, I feel we're starting to wrap up here. Uh, yeah, definitely. So I think I've said about all. Because I don't think I have saying, anything so. else to really say. I don't think I do either. So, uh, Yeah. Moving on, it's time to do something we haven't done in a little while. Well, you, you gotta wait a second. I know. Dump it. <laughs> you stupid fuck. <laughs> but yes, uh, we are, in case you are new here, for some reason, starring on Fringe Season 4, Part 2... <laughs> Um, between each season of a long series, long series being three to five seasons on this long series wheel, uh, we watch a short series, so, you know, like an anime or something that is one to two seasons. And we are almost at the end of this fucking thing. Yep, there are literally only two series left. If you're on the YouTube version, there's, uh, six spaces, but it's just the same two shows of Constantine or Teen, <laughs> I forget which way to say it, and Flash Forward. Yep, those are, that's all that's left, so. <laughs> so, and when we finish Fringe, we're going to spin the long series wheel, so then we'll be on with that long series. We'll do the first season of that long series, and then we will finish off the short series wheel with whatever is not picked at this episode, which we should really find out. So we just need to... <gasps> knew it would happen slash forward isn't it it is flash forward <laughs> all right well <laughs> see you i'm later. not i'm not bad yeah i'm, but not, I am. I'm not i'm not mad but it's just <laughs> yeah uh so yes uh next movie i don't remember i'm not even gonna try that's fair. We record these super out of order. Um, <laughs> but yeah, next is a movie. Whatever the hell that is. You can find out by listening to last week's episode. Fucking crazy. It's available on all podcast apps, possibly YouTube. Yep. But then we'll be back with uh, probably the first half of Flash Forward. Probably, yeah. Would you... It's 22 episodes, so I, and there is a definitive halfway point. So Okay, yeah, so it will be split in two parts. Cameron has seen the show. I have not. Yes. And again, this we'll will be... We'll say that again. Yeah. Well, what? We'll say that again in the episode. Because fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> and again, it's something I'm very interested to revisit because I remember really liking it, but how well it's held up, I don't know. So we shall see. Well, last time we said that, we got the cape. <laughs> and we all know where that went up. <laughs> or do you? If not, listen to episode 102 where we yes. covered the cape. Available on all podcast apps and YouTube. Shameless plugging right at the end. Ah, oh, shameless plug. <laughs> so good. I guess we're supposed to... No, wait. Uh, we have a creds thing that plays like... <laughs>